always is. The trade of trading for traders. Hosted by Nephew Elite and Rex Dog Actual from RexDogTrading.com. Excuse me while I whip this out. Well, welcome to another show of Always In. Nephew Elite, are you there? Ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. So today's show, we're going to talk about something really important about trading, which is in any successful trader that I know that I've seen, or even in my own trading, there is one foundational thing that they do that I guess you could call it a secret in trading, but they all share this secret. They all share this foundational thing. It doesn't matter what type of trade system, what type of trading they're doing. They have this one secret. So is that something you'd be interested in hearing more about? Yes, very interested, actually. So I'm not going to leave you in too much suspense for anybody that's been trading in the room with us uh, over the last couple of months. You know, it really comes down to conviction is conviction in the trade that you're putting on. And it might sound really simple. You might just look at that or, or think of that and say, okay, well, let me just, of course, I have to have conviction. But I'll share an example and then I'll, I'll get some of your thoughts. Today in the room, the trade room, there is a, a trader in our room that was going short, basically in the same area I was going short, which we're trading somewhat of the same system. So you would expect that. And I shared my reasoning, my conviction, why I was going short, why I was scaling in. And it almost was an intervention for them where they had an aha moment because mm -hmm. what they would be typically doing is scaling out there or actually getting out for a small profit. But once they understood that I'm trading from a conviction of where price is going, and that's all your trade system is. I don't care what trade system you adopt. I don't care if you use the tides of the ocean or you use the barks of your dog or the purrs of your cat. It's so that you have a conviction to then put on a trade and stick with that trade. Uh, and your trade system really is a way to deal with your psychological issues of trading in a place that has that is uncertain. Is that what you see in your own trading when you actually look in and see or as you've adopted the system? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it too is uh, what you're saying is conviction. Uh, that really hit me hard when we first started talking about it. And it didn't make sense to me at first, you know, because I was like, how is conviction going to be the number one thing that really applies to me in my trading? But I see it a lot now because I, either I have the conviction to pull out of that trade early and know I was wrong. Or I have that conviction and stay with that trade and let the trade play out for me. So, I mean, that came out way later with trading, obviously. But hearing that from you, I wasn't able to fully grasp it until I saw the conviction that I can be holding, you know, within the system and how we trade. When I think one of the things that's lost on many people is that most, of course, the further you bring out time frames, your predictive ability becomes tougher. But even then... If you're trading a longer term time frame, you still should be able, you still should be predicting. I mean, that's what you're doing. And there's two types of trades, really. There's reactive and predictive. I'm of the opinion that predictive trading is better. Uh, when and, and so you should develop a system, a trade system that helps you predict the market where it's most likely to go. And then to give you conviction to then put risk your capital to to actually 
be part of that move. That's why a lot of times you'll see, and I'm sure you've experienced this, where once you've seen things occur in the market time and time again, it's a lot easier for you to put on that trade, right? So, oh, 100%, yeah. If you've seen the RDA react on chart on, on the five-minute chart, for instance, and you've seen how that pattern plays out, it's a lot easier for you to take that trade. When some people might look at it and say, well, look, you're, you're catching a fallen knife, or why are you even tra- – how could you possibly know? I, I get this a lot, especially on the stream. How do you possibly know – your entry was really spot on on where the market turned. Well, it it comes down to having a predictive trade system, but then also that's giving the conviction to put on the trade. And a lot of it is trade management as well. And as the trade unfolds, you're you're going through the two questions, what should and what shouldn't happen. But it a lot of times, and this is just if we just take a step back, you'll hear oftentimes I, I'm using a level or I'm using – the market's always attracted to something, uh, some price. I don't care what you're trading. It's always attracted to some price. Sometimes that's the weekly open. Sometimes it's the daily open. Sometimes it might be the 50% of the opening range. Or it might be a breakdown level from up above or a breakup level from down below. There's always, at least from, if you're looking to be a chart-only trader, meaning that you're just you're not looking for news, you're not looking for an inciting incident or something that actually that causes that that ticker to move and you're trading just charts and that's all the information you only have you have to use levels you have to and then you have to basically build a system that reverse engineers what the market's doing so that you can trade from conviction because that's that's the only way to trade i mean do you have you experienced that in your own trading yeah, 100%. And I, I mean, I was going to ask you, you know, kind of because we're talking about predictive nature within the system, as well as, you know, having conviction through that predictive nature uh, through our trades. Would you say that having uh, a predictive system and being able to trade with that or trade with conviction, obviously, through those trades, is that a rare find within the trading community? Uh, no, I think all all systems try to try to have that i think that where they where they most systems aren't based on being always in and you know that phrase can be a little bit i mean it's the name of the show it's 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 really a driving factor between the system that we trade so if you're here and you're not trading our system you can still get value but we we have the philosophy that if the market's moving regardless of direction you want to participate especially if you can find an instrument to participate. So a lot of the answer to your question comes down to the to the philosophy of what is the philosophy of your system? Is your system designed for you to actually, regardless of what happens on the market day, the direction of the market, are you trying to capture and pull capital out of the market? Or is your system bias long? Is your system only work good in a long environment? Or is your system only work good in a reversion environment where basically a fade trade? Uh, what you'll find in most other systems is that they're not designed to always be in the market. And and I say that that's aggressive. I mean, you would you're not always in the market, right? No, I wish I was. But but, but no. Yeah, but you you should be the system designed so that 
you should be always in the market, meaning that there's there's the market moves level to level and it's designed to reverse engineer for you to to participate in both whatever direction the market's going is the best way I can describe it. And I've had enough experience with different trade systems out there that to know that they don't take that philosophy. They don't take the philosophy that if the market's moving, I want to be part of it. That's the biggest difference that I'd say that that we we kind of bring that I don't see. I see it other places, but we really hammer that home, which is I look at it as would you go to a job and if would you go to a job tomorrow and risk not being paid? If someone if I say, Hey, I'm gonna hire you and some days I'm gonna pay you and some days I'm not, would you be excited to go to that job tomorrow? knowing that you put in a full eight hours and then at the end of the day, maybe I wouldn't pay you. Mm, I'd probably tell you to piss off. Yeah, you would probably show up. The first time you didn't get paid, you probably would not show up. So <laughs> I look at it the same way. If, if you're going to show up to the market whenever you show up and you show up to the market and there's a possibility that you're going to waste your time, the most valuable asset that you have, why would you develop a trade system that does that that doesn't give you the best opportunity to make capital because the market's always moving now obviously in some markets if you're just so for instance if you don't have enough capital to go short on stocks and you want to day trade equities you obviously can't short equities so you have to find another instrument to short it when the market's going down or just be regulated to be in long only so there are some markets where you have to be a long only but for most markets like forex futures crypto you can relatively, with a small amount of capital, be both short and long. So that's really the the crux of what I would the difference between the co- other systems or other thinking out there from the thinking that we bring to the market. I think a lot of problems that I personally have, and I've seen some alphas have, you know, through our community, is holding conviction through the trade. Because sometimes I will see, you know, a lot of price action happen at a certain reactionary and I'm like, okay, well, this is going, you know, the, the way I wanted it to originally, but then we see some type of stallage and then, you know, volatility slows down. It's at a certain time of the market where volatility just, you know, slowed. So staying th- through that trade is very hard sometimes for the volatility as well as it's going up and down from your basis. You don't know if this is a really good entry. So pulling out of that trade is sometimes the best option, but sometimes staying through it, if you're heavier contracts to possibly get that profit. So I guess my question essentially is how do you know when to hold your trades with and when not to, I know it's a very broad question, but how do you get the conviction through your trading and through the system to really know when and when not to stay in those trades? Well, it's, it's, well, I'll use a simple example. So if the weekly open is in play for a level, for instance, that is the market's being attracted to, you know, the hardest thing that most people have is timeline is or time is like, okay, how how long is it going to take for that trade to unfold? So for instance, today, it was a prime example. We were below the weekly open and it took uh, four hours or three hours uh, for the actual weekly open test to actually happen. And then when the weekly open test hit, just exceeded it a little bit and then sold off, rolled over. But it took a good three hours and there was a couple, there was three or four false breakouts to the upside. Uh, but that's where it really comes down to having 
you have to have a control idea. You have to have a thesis of where this, where does the market want to go? Now, that's why a lot of the things that we've three questions, wh- where is price coming from? Where does it want to go? And how does it want to get there? Those questions are designed for you to stay in a trade. Those questions, meaning they're designed to take you out of tunnel vision and to have you analyze the charts or a chart or the actual trade that you're in on whether or not that conviction of like, look, the weekly opens in play, it's going to tag the weekly open. That's where it's going. All evidence points to that. That's really all charting is. All charting is, is it's a psychological hack. Charting and, and using the indicators and everything else, all it really is is a psychological hack because I've, I don't, many people probably haven't done this, but you can just pull up the DOM and just do DOM trading straight up. Just look at, look at the DOM, look at just, you know, both the, the buy and sell side. I mean, you can do this with, with just, you don't even need depth of market. You can do top the book and just try to trade off straight the DOM, meaning all you see is the current price and you see maybe four or five levels of where are some limit orders and then just watch them and then watch how the, the price moves across the DOM. And I'm saying this specifically because if you, if that's a different, that's a holistic different trading than trading off charts. Uh, but the, the, what you'll notice when you do that is that you'll, it, I, it's hard to describe without showing it, I guess, and, and without someone experiencing it, because especially if you don't know what the DOM is, but basically you're getting, you have to imagine what the market is doing around certain prices. And as you watch the DOM, you might see it come up and hit 550, for instance. It'll sell off and sell off to 543, and then you'll see it support at 543, bounce around 543 and 545, and then you'll see it bounce up and then come back down to 543. But it's a whole different experience. And the reason why I mention that is because it's the same philosophy as far as you're not getting a graphical representation where you can actually see patterns. You can actually see indicators. You're getting just the raw kind of uh, the raw, what is it called? The raw action of, of the market, the raw, um, I'm trying to think of the word, what it is, but basically you're seeing buyers and sellers compete right there instead of represented in, into candlesticks, into indicators. I mentioned it because I do that sometimes. And if you haven't done that, it's psychological, the, the psychological things at play for you holding on to a trade or getting out of a trade are the same things. It's just you're interpreting the data through a different interface. And I can't, I guess the, another way I would explain this too is try to do a trade, try this one time and do it on a demo account is enter a trade and shut down the window put a stopwatch on and check the trade every 90 seconds. Like don't watch the trade. Don't watch it unfold. Put protective stops in, but then just at every 90 seconds, make a decision and look at the trade and say, okay, move my stops up, get out of the trade, reverse the trade, add to the trade, make quick decisions every 90 seconds. You you try these type of things. What you'll start to realize is really there's, so many things going on when you're trading that is putting you in tunnel vision that if you don't design a way to psychologically almost trick yourself 
to stay in trades and to read what the market's telling you. I, I guess what I'm, I, hopefully I'm making myself clear. Is, is it clear what my examples? Yeah, I mean, this is actually pretty interesting. I have never, or I guess I have looked at the DOM a couple times. I tried putting it on there on Trade of 8 one time because I thought it was a performance center. It was not. It was very crazy. It's like a, just a bunch of random numbers and raw price action. But I have, you know, gone back and looked at it a couple times, but I never have just traded on it. I guess it probably is a way different way to trade because it's just raw price action, I guess. There's no real candles to trade on. I guess you could probably still look at charts and stuff too. But you're just seeing you're just seeing the market move between price and then you're seeing it it I mean it, it really is an exercise. But once again, the same psychological things are at work that are at work when you're looking at a chart. So I guess my main point and and is all of this just comes down to conviction of seeing of of patterns that you see play out time and time again in the market. That's all any successful trader out there that I know that I've seen even myself is they have they have a belief that the market moves a certain way. The market works and operates a certain way. And they put that belief on top of the market. They have a philosophy of how the market works. And their system is an interpretation of that philosophy. And it's so that they can make sense of what is a daily chaotic environment. That's all. And then basically they use the information gained from that. It's kind of like in a way, it's kind of like warfare in a way where basically intelligence you're you're sending out your intelligence agents to see what the the enemy's doing, and you're never going to have a full picture because you know that the enemy is going to maybe have if you if you remember if you've seen some things in World War II where they basically created whole units out of these these blow up balloon tanks and stuff like that, and you know for to to trick people to trick that where the actual invasion was going to happen for instance, well you have that and then you have so so. In a like a warfare environment, you you have an un, incomplete picture of the battlefield, and you have an incomplete picture of what the enemy is doing. But you still have to make decisions. You still have to decide where to attack. You still have to decide to engage the enemy or, or to 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 you know engage the battle to win the war. It's the same way with trading. You always have an incomplete view of the intelligence, but you have to have you have to have something to hang your hat on. You have to. In your system, there has to be something that trumps everything that makes your decision so that you can actually execute and stick with that. And it's a simple gut test. If you're trading every day and you're journaling, it's a really simple test. It's how often do you have a prediction and how often do you have a conviction and how often does that conviction play out? The more every, if you do that every single day and you have a system that helps you with that, the more that you see the system continuously helping you predict and have conviction trades, the more that you'd be crazy not to take trades, the more that you'd be insane. And I think that's one of the, I, I can share firsthand if I could toot our own horns with our system. If you watch our streams, if you watch us trade, 
it's evident after a couple streams that there's something special there as far as a predictive nature. You might you might uh, strum it up to hey maybe it's just the trader, but I'm seeing firsthand with traders that are adopting our system now, uh, growth and huge growth uh, on adopting the same system, making it their own, based on them trading from conviction, them trading from the predictive nature. But then the way that they get to some trades is completely different to how I get to some trades or how you might get to some trades, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, for mo- for the most part, a lot of our you know alphas within our community are pretty crazy how they are predictive nature or they're predicting the market, you know, in a lot of sense that we are too. And sometimes they predict in places that I don't even see, you know, reactionaries that are occurring, you know, looking back even further on the chart than us. Um, it's pretty insane to see, but I want to go back to what you were just talking about, you know, with the warfare thing. I think that's a very important piece to trading is, you know, having that war space or what I call is a battle space, you know, being established within the market can not only, I guess, dim out the lights for a lot of noise that's coming in when you're seeing so many different, you know, indicators happening or several different charts you know, establishing your battle space or establishing, like you said, you know, um, your clear view of the field. Because you, when you are in these trades and when you are in the market, you pretty much are in some type of like combat form, you could say, right? Because there's always some type of pack action happening either against you or for you. And that's kind of how it works in real life too. So, you know, being able to get more information is the key thing in, in war is just the more information you have is the more likely you'll be able to win. And that's what we do here a lot of. And, I just thought it was very important. I wanted to hit that again. You know, establishing a better battle space and creating something within the market and the design or a structure somewhat where you can see what's happening constantly with our, our system is what pretty much that is. That's pretty much like a huge-ass tank sitting in front of you and you can just shoot and fire. Yeah, exactly. And and I would say this isn't this won't be the last time we cover this subject. We'll cover it from different angles because... Let's say you you kind of half get what we're talking about here. Well, just subscribe, listen to the show, listen to more more uh, episodes that we have because this is one of those core concepts that we'll come back to and hit it from different angles uh, because it's a foundational issue around any trade system that you adopt, any any type of trading that you do, which is conviction, conviction in your trading, conviction and 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 like my nephew was just saying, you're it is information, but also you're always going to be limited in your information. And there is a video someone shared a while ago or a couple of days ago about we think that when we make decisions, we have all the information and we've we've actually consumed all the information. But if you look at a lot of even some of your biggest life decisions and you look at how much verifiable information did you have in making that, we overestimate how much verifiable information we have uh, because we, we made it through we, – we, had enough information to then have the conviction to follow through with the actions. And that's really the key. If, if I'd leave you with this, which is in your trade, in your trading, you, you should be able to track if you have a conviction on where the market's going to go. And then you should be able to track is how often is your conviction, right? And then how is your conviction, right? Like, was it messy to get there or you know, was your conviction within two hours, the weekly open is going to be hit or, you know, 
momentum's going to hold and this level's going to hit. There's there's multiple ways, but you should you should be able to track your your trading from a conviction aspect. You could even if you wanted to put a percentage around your conviction. I think that's a little dangerous uh, because then you're you're probably over trading, but every one of your trades you should have a high conviction mark or you should obviously reduce your risk according to your conviction. But most of your trading should be high conviction, meaning that you're you're trading that because you have a high conviction. Otherwise, why risk your capital? Why waste your time? If you don't have a high conviction that the market's going somewhere, then why even waste your time with that chart, with that ticker, with that instrument, move on to something else, or stay out of the market until it gets to somewhere where you actually have a high conviction? That's really the key. The foundation of the system, many elements actually correlate directly to conviction. There's the fact that there's only two type of trades, the fact that there's the market moves level to level. Many of the rules and the philosophy that we talk about correlate to the foundational aspect of how to trade and trading from conviction. So it's built in, as I guess the way I'd, I'd describe it. Conviction is built in to the, the philosophy that we talk about here. So. And we'll be covering it soon. So once again, we'll end the show here because we're about almost at the half hour mark. If you have any feedback, any questions, you'll see on this page, you can visit rexdogtrading.com. You'll see past episodes there as well. Uh, You'll see on the menu, you can subscribe to the show. You can go to the show and find areas to subscribe. Uh, Also, uh, you can join Discord, ask us questions. That's one of the best places to get in touch with us and follow along. We share charts. We stream there. That's also where we run our trade room. So if you haven't uh, joined Discord, you want to join Discord as well. Anything else you want to add in a few leaps or take us out? Uh, no, I mean, last thing I'll say is, yeah, obviously stop by Discord because I will be holding a putt-putt challenge on the Discord active trading channel eventually. So anyone who beats me will get something. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully. I didn't know you could do that. All right, that'll be, that'll actually be pretty fun to see. All right. All right. Always in, always out. Peace. It's time to get started with one of the best trade systems ever created in humankind. Visit RexDogTrading.com and discover how to consistently and reliably pull capital from the markets.